0: welcome to another episode of the fashion grunge podcast i am your host lauren
1: and i'm Jai. hi
0: what's up we're talking about singles today from 1992 written and directed by cameron crow so this is cool Jai has never seen it have you heard of this movie never heard of it oh wow okay so we get like fresh perspective totally full on what did you think about it
1: I, I think it's a light, fun, cool movie. I really liked it. Uh, it was it is kind super of fun. It was refreshing to watch something that that's sort of like about a really cool time, you know, like the 90s, mm-hmm. like brunch and like Seattle. And I had no idea that it existed or heard of it or knew anything yeah. about it. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. I, it was like really funny at times. Um, it
0: was really funny.
1: And I actually really love Bridget Fonda. Like I haven't really seen her in much, but I I uh, I remember seeing her in like a few things in the nineties, and I remember single white female. Go- uh, <laughs> uh, we just did, yeah. The on Which that. I watched in the nineties, but also yeah, same year too. La Femme, La Femme Nikita.
0: Oh yeah, La Femme Nikita. That was
1: so cool. I love that show. I remember like staying up late watching it. I was like, my mom was like, why are you watching that show? <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I really liked it. I That's felt cool. that I could relate to a lot of um to the characters in like, certain situations, you know, yeah, like same. like you're in your 20s, kind of like late 20s, and I don't know. I, I definitely do not miss being such a complex human. I, I'm kind of glad that I'm a lot older and I'm over that because being 27, as I was telling you about just before we started, it was like... A nightmare.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a nightmare for me. It was definitely just, yeah. I guess I've never been all that complex. <laughs> just kind of <laughs> like, I don't really have, I don't really have anything that I like super regret. I mean, I guess I regret some things, but I mean, I don't think I had. I don't know. I just kind of live like each day. And I'm not a planner, as you probably figured I, I out, know. knowing me. <laughs> I'm not a planner. So I think if I don't plan, I'm never disappointed. I plan for short-term things, but I never plan long-term because it just – I mean, as 2020 has shown you, life doesn't work on a plan. So – if you don't make a plan, a crazy plan. Sorry, you're
1: not- I just sneeze. Did you hear that? I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. Oh.
0: Jai has allergies, possibly from a flu shot or possibly corona. Who the fuck?
1: No, no, it's definitely not <laughs> either. I just have really bad allergies. No, she has I allergies. Moved to these allergies. It's awful. I'm. Um,
0: um. Yeah. No. It's allergies, people. So. Yeah. It sucks. Uh. But yeah. I mean. Yeah. I guess I just didn't have any like. I mean, I guess I had some things, but I don't think overall I was never this neurotic as these people. Like, mm-hmm. these people are very much in their head and like extremely neurotic. I'm definitely. Yeah, not. I
1: feel like I'm, um, I acted a bit like Linda at times, you know? Oh, yeah. Okay. But then also like Janet. It- yeah, that's what I mean. They are beautiful and no not so much like Debbie, although she's hilarious. But oh my like, God, she's so funny. She's so funny. I love her. <laughs> um I had a friend like that actually. She, she still is yeah, like that. I did it's too. um yeah. However, if you're listening to this podcast, I definitely think you like Debbie, but it's a compliment, <laughs> so don't change. Oh,
0: that's cool. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it for seeing it for the first time and just hearing about it for the first time. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about Cameron Crowe? Because he's done a lot. Yeah, he's done a yeah. yeah, you didn't know that he did this. I didn't
1: know she did this because I actually only knew him from like Almost Famous and uh, Jerry Maguire.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. Right?
1: I think there's another one that I've seen.
0: Vanilla Sky.
1: Yeah, which is obviously yeah, did rubbish, that. but I do watch it. No, uh, yeah, the
0: Spanish one's really good. I remember watching the Spanish one in school, like in high school. Yeah, it's,
1: it. the, the thing is, like, it's got such good music. It's got Tom Cruise and Penelope Cruz, but then still – I mean, it's actually – you know, I've watched it about five times, and it's not as bad as I thought the first time, but it's – I've only seen
0: it once. I definitely never saw it again. After I saw it, I was like, uh, oh,
1: okay. Yeah, it it's, it's we're. Weird one, but um, the same.
0: I, I know I'm gonna get completely dragged for this because this is a lot of people's favorite films, but I also feel the same way about Almost Famous. I know I, it just it, I was not impressed and saw it once, and I was I like,
1: I love yeah. that film. I, yeah,
0: I don't like Kate Hudson. That might be another reason I find her really annoying. I just found her really annoying in that movie.
1: I don't mind her, but I, I do. I feel like what I like about um, Cameron Crowe is like, he well, that's kind of a bit of his story is in it almost famous because mm-hmm. he started really young. Like I think that's really cool. But yeah, I just I love so many of the actors in that movie and I love the time. Oh and almost famous? Yeah, I love that. I mean it's fucking seventies. Like it's mm-hmm. it's so cool. And that girl from the craft is in it. Mm-hmm. Can't remember her name, but
0: uh what is her name?
1: So I guess you don't want to review that one, do you? Um I mean I could let's do it.
0: I mean, yeah, we could. Do it's it's two thousand. I will do a poll. I was actually going to say this is like a viewer's choice because people overwhelmingly wanted Singles oh, yeah. more than Larry Clark's Bully. So, Crazy. uh, we were gonna do Bully. Are we still? We still are. We just don't know when yet. Um, the twentieth anniversary is next year, so we talked about maybe doing it then. But yeah, Almost Famous. This is actually what this is the twentieth, so
1: we oh, could do yeah. it. I
0: it. can do it as a. We'll do it as a like you really like it, almost like this. And I've seen it once, wasn't really impressed, but may- it's been a while, so maybe I'll watch No, I've
1: seen it, like, ten times. I know the film. Like, yeah, well. so, yeah,
0: let's, maybe that will be the It's kind
1: of one of those, it's actually one of those films that I watch on planes all the time because it's just, like, a feel-good oh. kind of movie, you know, and it's always on on most flights, pretty much.
0: Do you have a film now that you just put on, like, when you're, like, when you want it as background, or do you not do that?
1: Well not really film but shows yeah oh what shows do you well six in the city and my hunter oh oh that's (laughs) right oh and mind hunter (laughs) wow yeah it's weird i actually cook um while watching my hunter in the background
0: oh wow that's cool i have to say my my the two that i put on movie that i always put on is social network i fucking love that movie yeah i watch it all the time um And uh, I do really like uh, Justin Timberlake in that movie. Uh, So not so much Jesse Eisenberg. I mean, yeah, he's okay, but whatever. I like Andrew Garfield. I
1: like that film, but I've only seen it twice.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. No, my mom like randomly bought it on DVD. And when I came home, I was like, you have social network? And she's like, yeah, I like it. I like the music. I was like, it's Trent Reznor. Yeah, it's fucking dope score. I think he won an Oscar or something for that, that score. But um. But yeah, I was like, no, it's really good, and now it's on Netflix. So I'm like, sweet, I can just <laughs> turn it on. Yeah, to get out the DVD. No, it's
1: not. It's not about film at all. Um,
0: and Breaking Bad. Oh I put that on yeah. All the time. So I it's on funny all
1: the time. because before these two um, shows I just mentioned used to be Breaking Bad and totally opposite. Um, the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs>
0: Oh wow. That's another film that I think I've seen maybe twice.
1: Oh god, no, I've seen it like twenty times. Again. Oh wow. always on the plane when I'm just kind of like yeah. I can't. I just want to feel good and I want it to laugh. Like a
0: plane movie.
1: It's just such a it's just yeah, it's it's a light film. It's- Full of funny lines. Oh, but, Anne
0: Hathaway is on is in my actress shit list. Dude.
1: I know. I
0: will watch things with her though. It's not she's not quite at the Julia Roberts level where she's I, like, annoying. I, I actually have keep, to give you that. Everyone thinks she's annoying. Yeah, It's Except not a men? A, a Matthew
1: lo- likes her. I don't know. Really? Well, no, he actually likes her as an actress, Yawn. but he's like, I don't get her. She's this apparently credit to, to him. She is one of those actresses that mo- that most girls. Like because they think apparently we think she's really beautiful, but men don't get it.
0: What? I don't think that.
1: I don't think that. I mean, yeah. I don't. I
0: think, think he's, he's wrong there.
1: Well, I I, I, clearly people that he knew, women that he knew before, felt that way about her.
0: Oh, basic, basic. I, I. She's so basic. So. basic. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've never even heard any woman say like, oh, like she's so stylish. Like she just doesn't. No, stylish. She's very. But- like you know, like she's there.
1: five years ago, she was like everywhere. I like people. I guess, she yeah. just she is really pretty. But uh, to me, I'm like, she's pretty, yeah, but she's like okay. I don't I don't want to be like her or look like her. Or,
0: no, yeah, you no, know, yeah, she's definitely not a Chloe seven you Where I'm like, I want no, to be her. No, no, <laughs> like she's definitely not like that. Yeah, um, to me.
1: Wait, before we carry on, like yeah, like and subscribe. Ta-da. Oh
0: yeah, do that thing. Just tap. The fucking Apple app thing—it's so fucking easy. Because if you listen, to me,
1: clearly means that you like this show. So yeah, yeah, so listen to it. Check it out. It can be right, just like a note.
0: <laughs> yeah, just write a note. Just write like, hey, this is rock. This is cool. This is like rad. Just write like three words. Like it's it's super easy. But yeah, now Spotify—you can follow on Spotify. But it's everywhere. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it's there. And we're doing nice and cool shit. Cool movies. Oh, wait. And I also created an Instagram at fashion. Oh, yeah, yeah, You have follow that. Yeah, I have cool. to, I have to do that. I'm going to give, uh, I'm gonna give Jai the login too, so she can just like spam it with whatever. Cause cool. it's kind of cool seeing Instagram from like the beginning. Like they like send you all these notes, like like write more and post more to interact with your like, uh, really? group. And like Ooh. yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, they give you all yeah. these like kind of like hints, and um, you know, post on your stories and like here's highlights and like all this kind of stuff. It's kind of funny since I've had Instagram for so long. I feel like they just don't show me any of that. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of cool seeing it from the beginning again.
1: Um, yeah. when, when did
0: you first watch this film? Um, Let's see. The first time I saw this was probably, I'm not sure, but I want to say maybe 2000. I was in high school oh, and I think okay. I rented it. So it was like 2000, like around that time. Um, I definitely heard the soundtrack when I was like really, really young, maybe, I don't know, 10 or 11, because the songs, the Smashing Pumpkin song Drown was <sighs> on the radio. Yeah. And so obviously like Alice in Chains, like, like, I mean, it just, the reason I saw it was this was the soundtrack. Like that's the whole reason that I saw the film. And I think what's really interesting about it, cause this is one of those films that I like in, this is almost like the episode that I did with Mikey on urban legend. I like the film. I own it on DVD. I kind of own it as a kind of, I guess you could say just an addition to the library because I like this film, but it's totally like the soundtrack is very misleading on what kind of a film it is. If that yeah. for me, yeah. just my own interpretation of it, it feels very, I wrote down, I wrote semi neurotic Hollywood, quote unquote, grunge rom-com with a great soundtrack. That's essentially what it is because this film I just found out was originally written in Phoenix to take place in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. So it feels very much like they plopped it in Seattle because that's what was hot. So, I just kind of feel like a tad disingenuous with like the way that they use the background and the way they're kind of like, oh, this is grunge. Another reason why I I don't know, no one really knows, but there are some uh, interview clips floating around about why Nirvana didn't do this film because they're they were asked they very were early uh, on yeah. And they, I think, wanted to license Smells Like Teen Spirit for the soundtrack, and it was way too expensive because they had eventually grown and been huge at that point. But they just didn't want to be involved in this very kind of, like, Hollywood-esque movie, I sense, think. It yeah, It makes
1: sense. It seemed like a little, totally little mainstream sense. for them. But, you know, it's funny because I actually read the op- the opposite, like, that a lot of people seem to think that the film sort of came or was created, like, as the scene was, like, popping... But it's not mm-hmm. true. It actually, it was way underway. Mm-hmm. Like before the Seattle sound sort of became popular.
0: Like the eighties he wrote it. Yeah. He wrote it in like eighty three. But,
1: but apparently, like there's an interview with Chris Cornell, I think, and Eddie Vader. And they're like, yeah, we he had a night to we, we were in it in this like sort of scene that we didn't really realize like what it was, but he he could see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so, I don't think it was like they made the film once, like the Seattle sound was like a thing. It was kind of like before, just a bit before. But a lot of yeah, people didn't just happened. Yeah, out. which, you know, I think it's cool because I, th- I actually did think that when you told me about it, I was like, oh, yeah, they done a film because already Seattle was getting a lot of attention and stuff and mm-hmm. the, like grunge and stuff. But apparently, it, it wasn't. It just They both kind of came out at the same time. In a way,
0: yeah. It just—it just like really helped. It had such a great soundtrack, and and it, that's probably what really like pushed it yeah, forward. Yeah, like, it had great music.
1: Um, Pearl Jam wasn't known before the film.
0: Yeah, that's what I. That's so. I read a bunch of weird stuff on like Reddit about it. Like people were like. Yeah, well, Eddie Vedder wasn't even in the band. I was like, he joined the band in 1990, so that's wrong. Like, all these people were like, yeah, this and that. I was like, okay, some of these people are wrong. Like, this is Reddit, so, like, obviously people just post whatever. But I was like, I think they were – hold on, let me see. When did 10 come out? The Pearl Jam. I know that Soundgarden had records in the 80s, so they were already well-known. But Soundgarden just did that performance, and then you just saw Chris Cornell standing on the steps at that one – One scene, but he didn't have like lines like Eddie Vedder and like no,
1: no, he didn't. No, but he wrote music for it.
0: Yeah. Spoon Man. It's crazy
1: how insane that he, um, he wrote songs out of those funny titles that were made up. Yeah. For the film, he just like thought it would be cool. cool, and he took it on himself. I think that's really cool.
0: Okay, so Ten was recorded in. March, April of 91. That's when 10 was recorded. And it was released on August 27th of 91. And I believe, I don't know. Let's see. I guess I should, I know. Well, not that I should know this, but I don't know when they blew up. Like, I, because Nirvana is like another one that's like, they released Nevermind, I believe in September of 91, but they didn't blow the fuck up until like early ninety. 90- Two, yeah because that video hadn't come out yet smells like teen spirit so like it's not like when their album came out it wasn't like it was flying off the shelves right away there was like some delay so same with with uh Pearl Jam I don't know when they like when everybody knew them I have to look it up I guess I mean I'm sure at some point like everybody knew who they were Mm. but yeah even Flo came out in April of 92 so like by the time the movie came out yeah he was like big like everybody knew Pearl Jam like pretty well. Because this came out in ninety two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um they wanted to call the film Come As You Are. How crazy is that? Oh,
0: how weird.
1: How weird. They were like, Didn't no, they make one?
0: No. They made a film come as you called Come As You Are. Like, did they? like a indie. Oh yeah. Like a like pretty recently. Yeah, because someone I know is not someone I know, but like, you know, some actor that I knew and I was like, Yeah, twenty nineteen film. Uh, a traveling. Oh no, no no This isn't it. This is one from Taiwan. There is one called Come as You Are, but there's an American one too. Oh, and this is remake of a two thousand eleven Belgian film. So maybe they just happens to be the title. Hmm. But there is one called Come as You Are that's supposed to be like takes place in Seattle and like it's like this weird like I don't know. It's like a like a teen story. Yeah. It's something like that. It has like some Nirvana title. I think it's called. But yeah. Yeah. It's you so know. weird.
1: I know that I found quite a few things like um yeah about the film like uh Warner Bros. Had, like had the film sort of like they weren't unsure like what to do with with it really for like almost nine months but then because the Nirvana sort of like blew up like they were like okay we need to we need to do something with this film. I feel like they kinda of didn't believe so much in, in the film. That they were just like, What is this? you know? Yeah. But then they saw the scene was like sort of like being like huge. So they were like, okay, we need to release this. Can you yeah. hear can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Um I messed up the headphones, sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um okay, my voice is about to get a lot worse because I can barely breathe because of my allergies. Oh, no. So I'm currently breathing through my mouth. Um oh no. Hopefully you won't be able to hear to hear it, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh no Okay, well, hopefully, John right. makes it through this one. <laughs> yeah, sense. I'm sorry. This uh, will not. This will not be a long one. I think I just have. Well, my other notes for my first thoughts were. that It's such an '80s vibe. Like, the way it's shot and the way the story is kind of... Yeah, called. it feels, feels really 80s, you're yeah, right. Yeah, super 80s. And I wrote... um, Yeah, Cameron Crowe is from Palm Springs and did some work, I think, in San Diego. But he was living in Seattle with his wife, Nancy Wilson, who's from the band Heart. Yeah. I think in the 80s or something. So then they were like, oh, let's move the... Like, obviously, we're up here and they kind of, like, saw what was going on. And they're like, here, do that. Let's do the mu- movie up here. Let's set it up here. Um, which is which is super I mean obviously it totally worked I I think this movie could have just been made as well in LA or New York or Miami like I think it just didn't the the location was I like that it was in Seattle because I like that I had a lot of my favorite bands and stuff in it but I feel like as a more commentary on like the scene and and like the vibe of the 90s I prefer things like Reality Bites
1: yeah um
0: like as far as like really interesting commentary but not like too i don't know like not too like kitschy like not too gimmicky i know
1: i know what you mean
0: like reality bites was houston you know it's not la it's not new york it's not somewhere like poppin that we're thinking like oh shit it's like a regular place and they're like regular people well this is the same but it's like it also feels very much like this would have been made into a sitcom like, all these people that live in this apartment building. And, like, it's almost... Yeah, it's almost like Melrose Place. Yeah. Or Melrose of, well,
1: Place.
0: And they're, like, in and out. And they're kind of, like, you know, webbing. I never saw all of Melrose Place, to no, be fair. But I know they all I live I knew in that world, actually. Right? I
1: watched it. I watched oh, it. Oh, you did? Very okay. So, yeah, but it was... Yeah, like, they live in like, one like,
0: building, right? And they kind of, like, intersect. Yeah.
1: And, stuff, like, and it's, like, so. everyone is dating their neighbors and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all dating each other. But, you know, it's funny that you say that because you... Did you read that... um. Did you come across that? Like, they wanted to – well, they wanted to make a TV series. Oh, wow. No, I didn't know that. You didn't know? Okay, this is cool. No. Okay, so basically, they – Warner Brothers attempted to turn singles into a television series, but Cameron Crowe was like, no, definitely, like, I don't want to do that. And then he told them, like, he's definitely not part of this. But then Hollywood Reporter, like, literally said, like, he watched – the tv one day and then they said oh yeah like singles will become a tv show oh my god and he was like tried to get lawyers involved because he was like i want nothing to do with this and eventually the show that these people created was friends so friends was kind of sort of inspired by singles so oh, wow. they wanted to just take the whole concept and just make extend singles into a a show right but you can see in a way how it inspired friends you know because they all kind of live like together like you know flatmates or whatever and apparently you know how there's a fountain in their complex in their building complex right yeah There, there is a fountain in friends too so it's kind of like oh wow yeah I didn't but, see that. and it's so funny because apparently there's an interview where uh Cameron Crowe's mom uh, says to him oh my god you really screw up on that you see you should have said yes because will you be living in a castle will be rich and he's <sighs> like I don't care I'm so happy that I turned it down because you know that's not what i wanted See, to that's do. not what
0: i wanted yeah that's not what it was for yeah isn't wow,
1: it insane crazy. yeah this is funny that you said that because
0: yeah i know it, it felt very set up like a tv show like i was watching like a drama comedy you know like that was gonna end up being something like a tv show but that's so funny because yeah i forgot i'm not a friends fan so i guess i it ever pops into my head but yeah they do all don't they all live in the or most of them not all of them phoebe but,
1: doesn't but yeah
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. So like most of them live in the building and then they do end up dating each other. <laughs> so yeah. I guess that's so funny. Um, I just have that the budget for this film was $9 million and it made 18.5. pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, it made double, so that's awesome. Um, I already talked about in the Nirvana wouldn't do it. Um, we've got Stone Gossard, um, Jeff Ament, and Eddie Vedder from Mother Love Bones, then later became Pearl Jam. Um, And yeah, they also have like a really amazing Mother Love Bone song in there too. Uh, so yeah, it's really cool. I really like that they're like in it, and a lot of Me Matt too. Dillon's wardrobe was, I believe, it's like Jeff's.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jeff's wardrobe, which yeah, is that's super cool, cool. <laughs> because
0: he has like the best clothes in the whole thing. Um, And yeah, it, that, I thought that was super cool. And then let's see, it was shot around Seattle obviously, um, the coffee shop Java stop was like this closed place called the okay hotel, which I guess people in Seattle might know. I do not know that place. A thousand people showed up at the apartment building that they shot it in for a party. Like when it came out, which is super cool, but it wasn't even crazy. They said they thought it was going to be nuts, but it actually was like pretty chill. And, um, yeah. And I have here that, yeah, he wrote it centered around Phoenix that he wrote the story originally to be around Phoenix. So that's pretty
1: cool. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Um, they it. Yeah, I I read that Alice in Chains like, refused to to do like playbacks, and so they perform live on set in that scene of the film.
0: Oh yeah, you can hear it. it's a different version, but that's really right? cool, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, because at first I was listening to see if it was like the CD version, and they were just pulling like a music video. You know, where you just mouth your words to it yeah. and mouth your like, lip sync it? But it was, yeah, it was them.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because they keep coming, like popping up in, our, in the podcast, like Alice in Chains. And you're right, no. you did say these They're so underrated. And I'm like... So underrated. It's true. Like, no one ever talks about them. And they were... I genuinely forgot how great they were because...
0: His voice.
1: I know, his voice, but Holy they do shit. have so many awesome songs. Mm-hmm. Like, so many. And I, I used to listen, I used to really be into them. I genuinely, like, forgot about them until we started doing the podcast again. It's it's really weird.
0: Yeah, they have a, I feel like they, they were in this documentary I think I was talking to you about, or maybe to Jules about, I'm not sure, that there was a whole documentary about metal, it was on, like, VH1, and they were talking about whether or not grunge is metal. Like, the whole hour was talking about it. Oh. And they were breaking it down. And, like, out, they talked to a lot of the Alice in Chains guys. And, like, they went to, like, OzFest. Like, they went to a lot of metal shows because they originally were, like, a, a glam band, like, when they started out. So, like, and same with a lot of those early Seattle bands. They weren't glam as in, like, KISS, like, as in, like, Motley Crue. Like not oh, like yeah. that, yeah. but like just like a little different. Like they just had a different vibe. They are they are all, which is really cool that they all had different vibes. The one thing that I do, I do get why, or, or the one reason why I really like the whole grunge era of it, of the whole thing is that they were, everyone was just so different. And when you think about most scenes and most uh, like sub genres or whatever, they're all pretty similar. Like you can tell that they all belong yeah. to the same right. genre, you know, and um, you could almost kind of sort of n- not punk is another one that's a bit more experimental. There are like some offshoots there that like, everyone sounds kind of different. But as far as like as far as like the hair metal, like that shit all sounds the same. Like I unless it's a song for me, it sounds the same unless it's a song that I definitely know, like that I know this is a Molly Crew song. Okay, I will know a Guns N' Roses song because they're just better than every other band that came out at that time. But all of those other bands, like there's for me, I mean, I know I'm going to get dragged if you're like a huge like butt rock, hair metal fan, but they all just are so interchangeable. Like Molly Crew, Poison, Scorpions, Rat, like you just switch them all out and you could tell me that one of those bands sang that song and I'd be like, okay. Like they all just have the same exact vibe. It's probably just because it's a major label. Like that's what was big. That's, that's true. what was selling out arenas. So like you want to make mm-hmm. the money. This is what you do. You know you're, we're not gonna take a chance on some, you know, thing that won't make us money. So I get it. But that's what I love about grunge is they're all so different. Like Soundgarden and Alice in Chains are definitely way heavier than Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Oh like, totally, yeah. They're proper, like,
1: yeah, but yeah, they're totally like harder, but not like like
0: Metallica or you know yeah no this is the also the kind of like I could see Alice in Chains and Soundgarden being on like the Crow soundtrack like yeah, they could have been playing in one of the clubs you know like literally. that would have been so cool that's that was like if if I really like when I was breaking this down watching it again like in more of a like you know really discerning eye I was like I'm watching the the every every part of the the story just seems like way too vanilla for you to cut to like an Alice in Chains club sequence. I was like, these motherfuckers are not listening to Alice in Chains. Like, I just don't believe that these characters are like into mm,
1: I, this. I know you know what I mean. I like, Linda
0: mean. and Steve are like so square. Oh, yeah. Like, they're square. They're really like yuppie square. <laughs> and I don't see that. Like, I see them listening to the replacements, who's Paul Westerberg, who does the main like theme song for the film and does the score, like that's what they listen to. They don't listen to Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. And when they're dancing in the club, you can see that. These motherfuckers, that's not how you dance to that. So like that's that's <laughs> the thing I was like, this is, feels weird. What did you drop a
1: glass? <laughs> did you drop oh, a glass? <laughs> could you hear it? Oops sorry. Yeah, it's really funny. I'm this sorry, I am like, gonna you're gonna hear all sorts of sounds and it's uh, yeah, I'm just not doing great with this allergy situation. Oh, no, it's totally cool. No, but yeah, it I totally okay. didn't even hear it because I have got a big headphone, so I can't hear anything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't break but it. Yeah. I just, yeah.
0: Oh, you just dropped it.
1: Oops. Um, yeah, I but totally yeah, know what you true, mean. Yeah. If that is true. I was thinking, like, how is Linda hanging out here? Like. And how is her friend so much cooler looking than she is? <laughs> well, that happens, you know. No, it's true. But I was
0: like, how come we literally don't see her friend at all?
1: Like, she yeah, literally no. just talked yeah, to her. She for like and five says like,
0: yeah, it says like one word. But I was like, that's a pretty cool job, though. You don't have to say any lines. You just have to sit and, like, and just look like you're listening, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, well, let's get into the story. Yeah. So we open up with I love the credits a lot, how you see those shots of Seattle.
1: And yeah, then, like it's the blue cool.
0: screen, which is really cool. Um, and then you first meet Linda, and I love how like it just opens up into her telling you about this like one guy, this one time, and she like tells a story about this guy Louise that she met. Like just where was she? Oh, she was like outside of like a pet store. Something. I this is also very nineties too. I didn't write this down, but this is a very nineties thing to be like outside, like in a film, and like you meet them on the street corner. And like you're both like it's very like Nodding Hill type suppose, shit, yeah, you know, like you bump true. into them, yeah, yeah. they're dating, like it's just like that's how they like kind of make it seem. Um, but yeah, I, and it's really funny, and like that whole like story uh, unravels. What did you think about that whole situation when she met that guy, Louise, and he ends up like? He said, Was that a Spanish accent? He said he He, was from Spain.
1: No, he, you know, it's funny because at first I didn't hear, I didn't hear the Spanish accent. But then after I'm like, I suppose it could be, but it could also be like Argentinian or something, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was so rubbish.
0: That was so weird. I did like that drawing though that he made of her.
1: No, I know that's cool. But you know, the thing is that stuff like that happened to my friend. So like- What do you mean? something very similar like you would, remember this is before like dating like apps and all of that right so like literally you will meet guys like that like randomly and you would just go I don't know to get a drink with them and then you know date them or whatever so basically I was at, at this club with my friend I'm um, in like 2000 uh, 2006 2007 and this guy started talking to her and he was actually from Spain He was just here for, like, a week or something. I don't know. And basically, they hooked up, and then they kind of were doing this long-distance, like, relationship, whatever. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to come back, and then you can go and visit. And she did go and visit, and he came to visit her, and she was, like, really in love with him. And then she found out that he had a lot of different girls. Like, he had a girlfriend back home, and he was meeting with other women um, in London as well, like... and it's so funny because they said Spain and I was like that's so weird that happened to my friend Jess yeah sorry if you're listening to this podcast I'm telling the whole world about (laughs) you and Fernando (laughs) (laughs) wow that's so
0: crazy I will the the thing is is when I remember I was like it's so weird I was like was he a Spanish was that a Spanish accent I couldn't tell I
1: mean it did sound a bit Spanish but not at first I was like wait let me see like it Maybe she was pretending. I don't know. Yeah, cuz
0: then she goes and she goes and like tells her friend he's like I have to leave, I have to go back to Spain, blah blah blah. And then she's like he's like I'll be back in like a few months. And then she gave him that fucking garage door opener. I was like, does he drive? Why are you giving him this? I thought
1: that was really odd. Oh, was that? A yeah, thing that, that was people these n- in the 90s. If you were like
0: dating in, and and they lived in your town and they so had wait, an R, like a car. Maybe key?
1: that's like a key to your house. Kind of. In yeah. A way? Okay. Yeah. Kind
0: of. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. So, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that was another one of my 90s moments. I was like garage door openers, like big step, like here you can like come into my house whenever you want. Yeah, but not a key. You're right. It's not a key. She's but- gonna
1: marry the guy
0: yeah she was like oh my god I could like really marry him I was like but this every girl can relate to if you like meet someone you really like like right away you're like oh my god I'm in love (laughs)
1: oh my god (laughs) yeah
0: like planning her whole life like sorry guys to freak you out but like girls do that um or most girls do that If, if they really really like them like that you know if it's like really really like you know so and then she's like telling her friend about it and that's when they go to that bar and they're like dancing i forgot what's on their dance too, but it's like really bad dancing and then <laughs> then they go over to the bar and then they see him okay this is what's weird they see him like sitting at the end of the bar with some other girl and he sees her and then he just kind of looks at her like hmm, like oh well, yeah the shoulders.
1: He wants to pretend like he doesn't want to i mean was he ever from spain that yeah, maybe that's the that thing was, like, that's was the he kids. just completely like he was, lying? He was lying and like he's and not then she, she walks
0: over to him and then she just she walks like out and she passes by and he like kind of looks in her direction and she just kind of like rolls her eyes. I was like, bitch, that motherfucker would have been on the floor. I would have been screaming if if this honestly happened. I wouldn't look across the, the bar no, and, I mean and be the, like and be same. like, oh like come on, I would tell that girl, like, do you know what he just did to me? Well,
1: I would just go and and course the scene because why not yeah, totally you know? what the fuck but yeah maybe he that was like what he did right to meet girls or maybe he yeah. like maybe he watched Jen from spin but he just did that just um told the story you know like told yeah. the guy I'm <laughs> I found that really funny yeah that was sad She was, but like, yeah it's sad
0: yeah I was like you missed an opportunity girl this is no like I just feel like you would have totally gotten so mad everyone I know would have gotten so mad um, and then we have those really funny chapters, which I really like. I wrote them down. Like, And, and each one is kind of like what's about to happen. And then it says, have fun, stay single. Oh, yeah. And then, and then you meet um, Steve, who is like, and I also really love in this film that it breaks the wall, like the fourth wall, and they actually talk to the camera.
1: Oh, yeah. So it was. True. that's how, that. it yeah, how it
0: started. Yeah, that's how it started because she was telling us about this guy, Louise, that she met. So now we're talking to Steve and he's like, I just broke up with someone. And then he gives this whole story. It's like really com- com- convoluted story about like he was dating some girl and his friend was dating another girl. And then they kind of like switched and dated the other's friends behind their back. It was like really weird. And I was like, God, this is so incestuous also back when people oh, just yeah. met through referral
1: oh God. because like there yeah. was no
0: dating i mean we'll get to like the, the video dating that debbie goes through in a second but like that's that's the only way you can meet a stranger was like either taking out a classified personal yeah. ads or like that video which was kind
1: of new but people personal really have- ads remember when people used to yeah buy magazines or newspapers actually? even craigslist there was like a section where you have that like be- like, I don't know, meet those beautiful, intelligent women seeking for tall, handsome man. you know, whatever. Yeah. It's just so funny that, yeah. It's I- so
0: funny. It's, like, so weird. And and Steve is just, like, this typical, like, neurotic dude. He was, like, a traffic observer. Like, researches traffic in the city, which is kind of cool and just finds ways to, like, reduce traffic emissions and stuff, which is super <laughs> weird. Um, So, yeah, he's obviously, like on the he's like obviously like just kind of like super i don't know he's like the girl version of i mean the the guy version of linda totally yeah like they're very much the same you know like have the same kind of deal and then we meet janet who's your favorite bridget fonda who works in the coffee shop called java stop which i think is cool cool. and that's also was a 90s moment was like coffee shops were like a big fucking deal oh yeah like they weren't quite everywhere yet in 92 but in seattle it was like that's what you knew about it was that like they have tons of coffee everywhere.
1: Oh, again another reference to friend mm-hmm. coffee. Oh yeah, the coffee shop. The they coffee all, shop. they always hang out in the coffee shop and Rachel works at a coffee shop, you know. Oh, that's right. Wow.
0: Okay. Um she's 23. I was like fuck you. 23. Um I was like she dates Cliff this mu- musician who's Matt Dillon. Um I wrote low rent Eddie Vedder. Um he's in a band. They're not exclusive. <laughs> so, yeah, she's like really into him and he's just like, "Uh, I'm a band guy." Like totally stereotypical band guy. Is pretty much playing in Pearl Jam, um essentially, but it and actually like members of Pearl Jam, which is pretty cool and kind of funny that, cool. that they would, that they would do it. Um and then I said, that "They go to a club. Alice in Chains is playing." I was just like, "Uh, could not see them doing this like I, I just read i couldn't even see nirvana doing this either oh, no like way. this just would not happen i just like don't yeah i just don't i just don't get it it's just so crazy and then that's when steve and linda meet and i was like they're not meeting at a fucking allison chain show like this isn't <laughs> happening like i just i don't get it but i you know i get it Um, Citizen Dick is getting interviewed, I believe, by Cameron Crowe because he plays a journalist in the film, which is kind of funny. And then it's funny that their song is called Touch Me, I'm Dick, which is like the takeoff of the Mud Honey song, Touch Me, I'm Sick. Yeah it's really cool and apparently there was kind of like a sub pop thing because bruce from sub pop is in it too and like mark from mud honey is like yes, carrying something wearing down a the t-shirt stairs. that
1: has sub pop in it
0: yeah steve does i don't remember
1: who was okay
0: yeah. he, he has a mud honey shirt yeah it's like mud honey on the front and then it has it on the back which is kind of funny and i wrote i'm so linda when i blow people off because like he tries to talk to her he tries to talk to linda like steve does and she's oh my God. like, You're you're oh yeah that, that, totally yeah. i do not like it at all you will not get anywhere so i'm i'm just like i was like oh my god i'm so her um and then we get to meet debbie who also lives in the building she's fucking hilarious she's like a younger version of like kim cattrall from sex and <gasps> yeah <City. laughs> she totally
1: eats, like a red hair version of
0: yeah. yeah really like 80s bitch realness executive clothes she's got the neon like what does she do she's oh my like god
1: she did I- I think she, I does she now. work in
0: PR? Maybe, yeah. I was going to say, she does something like that. Like Samantha.
1: Hmm. I
0: wrote, I wish I, and then she's doing a video dating, which I find so funny, because that's, that was another, like, new version of, like, Tinder That's back like in the day.
1: That's, like, in my favorite scenes, that video. <laughs> yeah,
0: same. That's also, it's also <laughs> one of my favorite quotes is, Come to where the flavor is. That, come to come Debbie, to Debbie come Country. Oh, Debbie Country. Debbie country. Very, yeah. And I was like, I love how it's Tim Burton. I was like, <laughs> it's like the start off is this weird, like David Lynch shit. I was like, what is this? She's like in that room. And then and she's, she's like,
1: flying. Oh, it's like it's so flying, weird. like Superwoman, Wonder Woman or whatever.
0: So funny. So funny, yeah. Um. So then uh steve and linda meet and then i wrote god i wish i'd lived in this apartment building i was like they go to his apartment she's like washing clothes and she has to dry her clothes or some bullshit excuse where he's like come use my dryer so i was like okay we go into his house and then it's like i was like do people still have bulletin boards i mean i do but i don't what, know if people what, do. what is that like a cork board where you just, oh, like cork stuff yeah, up
1: so i have one but i got rid of it when i moved to the u.s
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. I had one in LA. I don't have one now, but I had one in LA.
1: I had like all these really cool things that I like just paint on them.
0: Like mm-hmm. quotes, concert tickets. Fly-
1: flyers. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Super cool.
1: Postcards, whatever.
0: Um, and then I said, Oh my gosh, of course he works as like a traffic observer or whatever you call it, like traffic uh, researcher or something. And I said, I like this scene a lot this that feeling when you go to someone's apartment that like you like for the first time and you like see everything in their apartment and you kind of like try to suss them out in like two minutes like okay they've got posters on the wall or they've got this kind of furniture like what are your records like what kind of records and you just kind of like find out stuff about him like he's like oh yeah I used to DJ in college that's how I have all these records yeah I still have records and I really like that scene it's really cool they're just like up talking and just chatting back and forth and it just and you see like those flashbacks of previous relationships which of course i don't think would actually happen i mean not that it probably would happen but i'm not in the habit of like talking about horrible past relationships when the first time i meet someone or like the first time i'm really talking it's kind of like it's weird but i guess in this movie sense it's okay it's
1: definitely happened Uh, i've been there i've done
0: that no i definitely haven't i definitely make it a point to not and definitely take note if anyone else does. I hmm. find that like somewhat of a red flag. A, I mean, not a giant one, but I don't like
1: it. Oh, well, I definitely feel like
0: <laughs> in the beginning. No, I'm not talking about ever. It's not like I no, but I know what you mean.
1: Them. Yeah, at the beginning. I mean, I I think if it somehow it's mutual like for example the guy starts the conversation and then you you share some some stories too then it's fine however what you should never do be the first one to talk about your ex because men hate it and they just run away as fast as possible i did it and it was like looking back i want to like Tied under the table, so embarrassing. Talking about my ex, and this guy was just like, Okay, I like you, but now you're, you're acting like a crazy person. Like, oh, no. Yeah. But you know, yeah,
0: something. I agree happens. with that. If they start and you have something relevant and it like makes sense, then yeah. But like, if it gets to the point where, like, this was obviously a film, but I feel like they were kind of like trying to one up each other on like who was crazier yeah like who had a weirder relationship that, like oh but that's like a
1: movie but that's I mean, okay do do? i get that i feel like that's okay to do i think the problem is when you just like broke they up with someone and then you could meet someone and then you're sharing all the shit about your ex-boyfriend that's like yeah, they, that's they see true. you as like your crazy like shame you know yeah that's true yeah
0: but definitely like first meeting I think it's weird If earlier or later on or I mean later on it's not so weird but I think yeah like, this is supposed to be like the first time they like really like meet. um I do like when she she like leaves and then she's like I gotta go and then he comes back and he like drives to her house oh yeah which, and then he's it's like How is I was nowhere in
1: I was not near your neighborhood yeah,
0: yeah which I thought was cool. really funny I was like then they so they're like now together And then now we have uh, the next scene is the hourglass syndrome. And it's like (laughs) fucking Janet talking to Cliff, like, are my boobs big enough for you? And
1: he's he's like, like, well, he says no. And I think she asks again and he's like, "Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes.
0: And then she goes and meets with a plastic surgeon who is Bill Pullman. Which I find really funny. It um, is funny, yeah. And then I said, I kind of love Cliff's apartment. I love when you see all this collage, like his wall.
1: So cool.
0: So cool. I mean, it is pretty juvenile, I guess, if you think about it. But, but no, he's he's in his twenties. It's not that bad. But it just, I guess, nowadays that'd be kind of weird. But but it's cool. I think it's really cool. And then I wrote, she goes in to meet with the doctor, and the doctor's just like, I think you look great. Like, I don't think you need anything done. I and, like, know, awesome. your, yeah, your boyfriend, if he doesn't like you the way you are. Um, <laughs> I was like, why is she not dating him? Actually, I think she just goes in for a regular consultation. And then, actually, when she goes to that's, do it, yeah, is when he, like, yeah, when he, like, his on her. But um, also, how do you, not but feel,
1: do you not feel like a little bit creeped out by that, that moment when he's like talking to her? Because it's like, you can never yeah. do that now. Because no. it's like you know, you know, because me too. And like men, I just know they had to be really careful about the way they, they, they talk to women basically, especially like a surgeon, you
0: know? Yeah. Could you imagine if you, okay, you had a doctor and then you had a, like, let's say he didn't say anything to you. Let's say it was totally normal, but then you like go to make an appointment and they're like, Oh no, I'm sorry. He, he's like referred you to someone else. And then you're like, what? Like why? And then he like calls you. And he's like, Hey, I really like you, but like I had to refer you to someone else because I can't like date a patient. Like that's unethical. What would you think? Would you think that was creepy that you didn't know? And he just like passed you off
1: before he went to
0: ask you out.
1: I think that would be better than like asking me out during a patient and be like, I think you're really beautiful. Because that like no. I mean you just can't like Especially a plastic surgeon. Well, yeah, who's going to, like, basically <laughs> give you, like, a big like bigger breasts. That's yeah, it's just, so weird. It is really weird.
0: I did, I did uh, on first, I mean, it is kind of weird now that I think about it, that you mentioned it, but at first glance, I was like, why don't you just marry him? He's, like, 33. He's not even that old. Like, he's the plastic surgeon. He's a doctor. He'll be Because you, you
1: want someone fun when you're that Well, old. yeah, you, yeah, but no, she
0: doesn't want anything fun. She wants a lot from this guy.
1: No, sure. but when you're when you're 23, 25, you do not want a 33-year-old who's, like... No, that's true. Who's, like, really serious, like, who's got, like, that kind of job. You just think that they're boring. You want someone, like, a bit crazy who's into music and stuff, you know?
0: That's true. I still want that now, so I don't, I don't want anyone boring yeah. even now, so... <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's, that is true. Um, so then the next chapter is blues for a T-shirt, and then... <laughs> I love that they pan to, like, all of Steve's apartment neighbors slash friends in the coffee shop, like, talking about her. He's like, I met this girl. She's so great. I haven't... They're like, why don't you call her? And he's like, no, no, I have to wait. I can't call her right oh, away. And it's, like, it's this so back and forth of, like, i got to wait four days. So many really funny lines days. there. I know. It's because really his, his friend
1: good. is saying something like, not calling her is what... Uh, it, I can't really remember, but it, it's really funny. He's basically saying that that's the way you approach her by not calling her, that's that's how you show that you care, yeah. And it's like, there's, that doesn't make any sense. Like, there's
0: another, have you ever seen the movie Swingers? No, oh, okay. In Swingers, uh, if anyone's seen that, there's a really also very similar conversation between like all these guy friends. When this guy meets this girl and comes over and he gets her number, and they're like, how long are you gonna wait to call her? And they're like, yeah, I used to wait two days, but I think three days is kind of money. And then they're oh, all like, and they all like discuss no. like which, how many days to call. So, which is really funny that he's like, I don't want to talk, I don't want to deal with you guys. You guys are all saying different things. Like you just don't know. This is just crazy, which I, I found another kind of 90s moment too. This whole like waiting days to call because that's the only way you would ever talk to someone. Well, now maybe you can just text. that's
1: true. You can just text So, like DM the them. <laughs> mm-hmm, but- yeah. That is true. You used to have conversations like that with your friends. Like, mm-hmm. shall I wait? Do you think like two days is like, hey, am I playing too hard to get? Like, there's all this thing about that. It's crazy. Right, you don't want to you,
0: seem desperate. You don't want to seem
1: desperate. I thought it's really funny when he says to his friends, "If I had a personal conversation with God, I would tell him to create this girl." I it's know. Like, so extra. It's like, come on.
0: I like, was like, wow, that's pretty nice. Barely
1: know her. Yeah.
0: I would tell him to create, like, a celebrity before I, like, an actual person that I met on the street. Totally. <laughs> like, that I don't even know that well. Not that I know a celebrity that well either, but, you know, I'm just, like, I'm like, that's a lot, dude. You're kind of obsessed. He, he is. is very obsessed, though. He, he reminds is. me yeah. of the episode I was watching of Sex and the City the other day it was the Bay of Married Pigs, where Carrie was dating that guy who, like, wanted to be married. Like, what guy? Very- it was like this guy she went out with for like one day. It was in season 1 and she like met this guy like her friends set her up with this guy. And she was talking about how, like, it sucks to be the only single person when all your friends are married. And, like, oh, you go to yeah. parties and everyone's coupled up and you're, like, or you get seated at the singles table, oh, whatever. God. So these people yeah. set her up and this guy just, like, wanted to be married. And she's like, oh, I found the elusive New York guy, the one who's, like, running into marriage. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter who it is. You know, he just wants to be married. And he had an apartment and he had, like, all this shit, like, set up. And this is going to be the nursery eventually. Like, she's like, whoa, I've been going out with him for a week. Like... <laughs> like this that guy seems like that guy like Steve seems like that guy like he wants to be like loved up and like in a relationship and he's kind of a mess when he's not.
1: Yeah and also I have my guys like that actually and also I feel like when you're a bit older a lot of guys that I met they just have it in their head like at 33 or 30 I want to be married then I can have a family at 32 or whatever they have a plan. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah, like they're, they're just true. waiting. And as Samantha Jones in an episode of Sex and the City explains very well how it's not about – actually, it's not Samantha, it's Miranda. She says it's not about you being right for them. It's just whether the timing is right. It's like if they're ready to catch the train, it will be anyone who's there. You know, It's mm, kind of the same. Yeah. It's, like, it's not so much whether you're great for them. It's just if you're not there, if you don't meet them when they're ready to just get married, then that's it.
0: Yeah, because you're not going to bend. Yeah, it's no. like either you do or you don't. Either you get on that train or you're like, exactly. no. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Wise, Miranda. I do like Miranda. She's cool. cool. Um, I love that. It says, okay, so he waited four days to call and he shows up at her work. I wrote, do you like that or would that be kind of stalkerish?
1: That's a bit much. I it's think. a bit much, right? When but he shows up. I, I did like stuff like that. I, I loved it when guys were too much. It was cool.
0: Oh, that's a complete turn off.
1: Well, you
0: get very uncomfortable. It
1: was until you meet someone you really like, and they are like really crazy, and you you just find that quite endearing. I guess, like
0: I guess so. I like guy, this person, and then it, they went down as soon as they.
1: Liked oh really? Me. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I didn't like that. Would be like no, but uh, I really like this guy who eventually became my boyfriend. He decided to write like a CV, like a curriculum about me Stay, what? basically stating all my great qualities and it was oh so funny and I got it
0: did you like yeah. that
1: yeah I loved it I was like my friends oh were. I was at my friend in Ascot that weekend and I got it on Facebook on like uh, mass- messenger right and I read it like to my friend and everyone was laughing and I was like I love this this is so great she was like That is so awful. It's kind of gross that he's like telling you, (gasps) you're so great and you're this and you're that and you're so talented and you're smart. And I was like, I love it. I can hear this all day long.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think in theory, yeah, in theory, it sounds really good. I would never talk to that person again.
1: No, but that's someone that I really liked. You see, if anyone else had done it, we'd be like, oh, great. I
0: I don't know. I I can't say that I would. I, I find, like, compliments and all that stuff, like, very um, uncomfortable. So I don't like that in general. So I think, like, roses, flowers, chocolates, no. Don't you fucking do that. Don't fucking mm. do that. It's not me at all. I'm, like, the complete opposite. <laughs> like, the, only the few people that I've managed to, like, actually date more than a few times, I've always been, like, God, you're, like, literally, like, a dude. Like, you you don't are like want, a dude You totally. don't want anyone to pay attention to you. I was, like, No. I do not want no I don't like it because every time I find it so disingenuous and I just find it like it's just not I'm never going to reciprocate it so I don't mm-hmm. want it done to me because I'm not going to do it to you so like I just you just need to be chill like you just need to be fucking chill don't be so fucking extra this guy wouldn't last a second even just him coming up in the club like to Allison Chains oh, the way yeah. you come up like that you're oh, out yeah you got five oh. minutes and that two minutes you were done I would have held my ground with her, but
1: I honestly feel like if he was the right person, you would change your mind. Because I used to be like that until like the I right mean, guy came along, and I loved all the things I never cared about, like flowers, never cared about like romantic dinners and like the whole like candle situation and like you know like all of that. I was like, with, with the right person, it all becomes like cool all of a sudden. You know, like I guess so. And now. I yeah. now you like you well now you like it. oh yeah i'm a little bit of the t- I, I am totally extra like remember that birthday thing that yeah yeah well, when i got cool. like 40 birthdays for his 40th birthday one i know that's day. pretty cool
0: i can't um, even managed to do that
1: i love like stuff like that like gifts and like little cute things yeah
0: i guess it's always come attached to psychos for me so i've never <laughs> had it been genuine it's always been like really fucking scary oh well, yeah
1: i get so, i get it
0: so yeah, no it's, it's yeah I, yeah it's it's not happened. I think the older I get, it's not something that I'd be into. It's kind of weird. Mm. I think if in your twenties, it's kind of cool and funny, but now it's like, okay, what do you want? Like like a, I don't know. I just find it so strange. Like, I but you can't
1: so be too so cynical. Strange. You can't. No, like, I mean, I guess not.
0: I need to meet someone that's just as cynical as I am.
1: I guess, but would that even work? I
0: don't know. I don't know. I
1: suppose it's a chat.
0: Yeah. I just think
1: that you need depends. a geek- you need depends. You need a geeky guy, honestly.
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know about that. I think in theory, yeah, but I think long term, no. Like, if you're not like somewhat, a little bit relaxed, like if you're not smoking weed with me, no, like. You gotta, I mean, you just have to be equal parts of both. But if you're too geeky and too nerdy, and I'm gonna feel too judged with like all the shit that I do, like, no, like, I just, no. But see, okay, in lieu of flowers and candy and all the stuff that like you see in the movies, if you bought me like a ticket to like a dope art show, you maybe bought me like a new camera. Like, if you're doing stuff where you think of, if you're thinking about me, Like I would think about the person that's cooler than like conventional shit. I don't mind gushy shit, but it's gotta be like me. It's gotta be personalized. It's something that no one else
1: would would be like, you know,
0: Oh cool. It's gotta be like, Oh, it's your favorite beer or like, it's your favorite band or your favorite movie or like a Q and a with this director or actor you really like or something like that. Like that's, that's what would do it. So it's not impossible. It just can't be generic just not can't be roses and chocolates and shit. Like you'll eventually find out that that doesn't like, that's just a waste. Like don't waste your money on it. You know, you, we could do something else. Like it's, you know, not like everyone else. But some girls really like that shit. I don't care about rings, diamonds, all that shit. Don't oh, care. Oh yeah, no, no, I don't care about. I Don't care about, care. Like don't
1: don't care about, care fancy about things. Yeah, like, like
0: yeah, that's the thing. That I guess a lot no. of guys think that girls are like, oh, you want fancy handbags? You want fucking red well, bottoms? A lot of
1: girls like that? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say a lot of girls. A lot of them, it. especially in the U.S. Sorry, but yeah, I feel I like I've met a lot that. of princesses here. The I'm...
0: Kardashian effect is real. <laughs> the Kardashian <laughs> no. effect is is so real. On I so hate
1: many that. Girls. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, like my. Like, Matthew would not get me stuff like that ever. He's more about, like, tickets for a show. Yeah, like that's, like, the cool A weekend shit. away, going to a festival, like, you know, stuff yeah, like that, which it. is like way cooler than getting me, like, a nice bag or whatever.
0: Yeah, it just depends on who you are, I
1: guess. Totally. Anyway.
0: Totally. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's shown up at her work, and it's been kind of weird. And... <laughs> and then she's like, I can't believe you waited four days to call. And then you're playing all these games. And then he's like, oh, if I was going to be playing a game, I would have waited a week. I was like, this motherfucker right here. Uh-uh. And well, she four like, four days is not that bad. She lo- no, I didn't think it was that bad. But I, I don't know. Maybe back in 92, does that seem like a week? Does that no, seem it, like, I don't know. Because yes. we have such instant communication that I think if you're waiting for your phone to ring and you have the voicemail and you're like constantly checking it to see if they called and they mm. don't like maybe that feels kind of like like obsessive or like you know like you feel like oh god I haven't talked to him in so long but it hasn't been that long but it just feels like longer I think I don't think 4 days is that bad but apparently she freaked out and and then she's like I don't want to see you again and then you just see her using that blue t-shirt that he left at her house when they slept together like cleaning the toilet
1: <laughs> she's that, like that's in my favorite scenes like, really she's funny. cleaning the toilet with his t-shirt that's so mean it's yeah. so
0: fucking mean yeah i was like oh damn so mean um and then we get to like debbie going to the the fashion vintage shop to like look for looks for her new dating video oh, yeah and the girl's like oh yeah i'll hook you up we'll do this and that but you should get this guy and it's fucking tim burton <laughs>
1: God, it's so, so funny.
0: funny. I know that he's like back there, and she's like, he's gonna be the Max Martin Scorsese. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's really funny. Um yeah. that he ends up doing her her video.
1: So crazy.
0: And uh and I said, yeah, and then all of them see the video and they're just and Wait, like,
1: when did Beetlejuice c- come out? 93? Yeah, maybe 92 93.
0: Cause what was Edward Scissorhands it was 90. So he'd already made scissor hands. Yeah. I wanna say ninety-three. Let me see. I'm gonna say ninety-three. Beetlejuice. Oh fuck, 88. What? Shit. Oh, we're <gasps> wrong. Wow. So he's already like famous then. Oh
1: yeah, of course.
0: That was like legit camp. Well, already desert silver hands is ninety 90- ninety. Oh, after that, nightmare before Christmas in ninety three. Wow. Okay. So yeah, he was like definitely <laughs> Oh, fucking Batman was 89. Oh,
1: that's why. The first okay. one. Yeah. yeah,
0: the first one. Oh, that's Michael right. And that's Keaton. Warner Brothers, too. That
1: was Michael Keaton, right? Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, Who was also in Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Beetlejuice.
0: So that's so funny. How York could
1: converting. I forget? <laughs> Beetlejuice <laughs> um, being with me. <laughs> but, Beetlejuice? Yeah. Many, oh. many moments, different times of my life, different trips.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Um... And then I have Eddie and Stone in the Java Stop, and then Citizen Dick Band, and that that really funny album review. Where oh like, yeah! Hey, let's listen, let's listen, and they give this like <laughs> horrible review of what, um, of how bad like Cliff is as a lead singer, and how he should just move to another town so they didn't have to hear about him anymore. And he's like. They're like he's like I don't want to hear anything negative. And
1: they just oh my god, in, they don't say anything. That is so funny. He's like all this negative energy just makes me stronger.
0: Yeah, he's like doesn't matter. And then I then then we get to the point where the plastic surgeon hits on Janet and she goes in for that like actual like like time like you know actual time to do the surgery. And then she's like um did my check bounce (laughs) like as he's saying like oh I think you're really great I really like you but I like how she turns it on him she's like I already have someone but lots of girls would love to go out with you you're like this hip guy and she like messes with his hair like how she just turns it on him and it makes it like a little less awkward yeah um and I was just like that's so weird um And then you get, then she goes to Cliff and you see him like complaining about corporate sponsors and like a boring music music scene after they bomb in Portland.
1: Oh yeah. And he's like,
0: uh, who cares, blah, blah, blah. this is going to be so lame. A lot of people are like, that sounds very like Kurt, like complaining about how like, you know, everything's gotten so corporate and and all this kind of stuff and like the music Wait, scene. Imagine is if they flying. were
1: is they if they saw so what it's not like now. Oh no. They have a heart attack. So
0: bad. Um, And then the next chapter is Blue Seattle. And then uh, you see Linda and Steve get together again. Another Another plot point was that he left a message on her machine that was like, oh my god, like, this really long message, like, I miss you, like, I fucked up, like, blah, 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 take me back. And she, like, doesn't get it because the tape gets eaten.
1: Yeah, That's such such a 90s moment.
0: And it's also such a 90s moment that a tape getting destroyed is, like, a plot point. That like yeah. they will never get that message is like super nineties because that's yeah. Totally but also the do.
1: tape recorded that's like crazy. Yeah. that we used to have that back in the day. It's mm-hmm. so weird. I don't On even. On the tapes. I don't think oh, we had oh. that. I don't even think we had that.
0: We didn't have an answering machine like no. when I growing up. Me and my mom didn't. It was kind of like yeah, we just didn't have one. She was like, I don't need one. It's silly. Um, let's see. And then I wrote, "Linda and Steve are together again." Love a good rom com montage. Of, like, all the stuff that they're doing together, like, playing to, like, Paul Westerberg or something like that. And then I wrote, Linda's late. Oh, God. And she goes and he goes to the drugstore to buy, like, all those weird pregnancy tests that were, like, the weirdest names on it.
1: I can't believe how hard it was. Yeah. They, they seem so technical. It's crazy.
0: I know. And then I wrote, Jeremy Piven as the drugstore clerk. <laughs> just so oh, weird. So I was so like weird. this is so strange. Yeah, I wrote she's pregnant. Oh my god. Then I wrote another 90s moment was that fucking pregnancy test, man.
1: That's yeah.
0: so it was like so advanced. Like advanced. chemistry. It's it like m- chemistry not advanced. Well, not like, advanced, but like it looked like a chemistry set. Totally. Like pour this in this, this plastic yeah. tube. I was like, "Whoa." And they were like, "Maybe it's not blue. Let's hold it against something white. <laughs> Let's Put it up. Is that kind of blue? Like, so oh, yeah, kind of blue. And then the next one is expect the best. This is the best when Debbie gets all the videos back of all the guys that are interested in her after seeing her like weird oh, David yeah. video. Oh, my god, I forgot about that. Oh my god, I, and they all are like go for the bike guy. Everyone else was like so so weird. Um, so she goes with that guy who's like I'm into biking and like you should be biking too and like we could just bike around and like see Seattle together and she's and then she's like okay so she like goes and sets up a date with him they go to the wrong restaurant she's wearing that like crazy 80s 90s like track
1: suit no that was really like 90s oh that's true yeah that was super 90s because I I remember I had something similar but not like quite you know it's just like a bomber jacket in those colors that was like really like on trend it's so funny
0: yeah, it's so funny, and she had, like, the, didn't her helmet, wasn't her helmet, like, pink, too?
1: Yeah, she had those crazy glasses as well. Yeah, she looked so crazy, and she, like. She looks so cool. <laughs> I, that's, in, like, my favorite outfit.
0: Outfits? It is pretty cool. It's very of the time, but she's, like, yeah. it. she's getting it's- there, she gets to the other restaurant, and that woman's really funny, or she's, like, oh, he just left. But like he's going to your he got he got your address from the dating uh place and he's showing up at your apartment. I'd be like, "What? He got my address from the dating place? Like they're just giving out my address to some weirdo?" Like, okay, that's weird. So then she goes to her apartment i love that whole scene where she's like frantically like biking through the city like sweating like trying to get there trying to look okay i know and then me she,
1: too so then, cool
0: then she bursts in and then her roommate is like totally flirting with him in the kitchen and she's like what the fuck what is
1: this like this it's is like so i met him first yeah <laughs> like, no because he came to look for me like
0: oh my god i thought that was really funny um and then uh the next the next chapter is called the theory oh wait uh, before we get to that then they like kind of bargain him off they're like give me some money how much you want to give me for him i think they like 200 dollars, and he can hear inside he's like what and like 200 dollars, and then she just finally like kind of sells him <laughs> like here <or> take him i <laughs> thought was kind of funny um the next chapter is the theory of eternal dating and steve asked linda to marry him i mean she's pregnant i'm assuming that's why um and they're like talking about but then they're kind of like rationalizing like oh well, maybe not like we came back together I mean I they work really well together I was like well they can get married I feel like it would it will work and yeah, you know they matured. kind of and, like, yeah they are
1: age and stuff. they
0: seem older though 30 totally. they seem like they might be like 30 like maybe not 27 like maybe 30 or they act like it or kind of dress like it so um I felt like neither one of their outfits really wowed me no when i I looking at the fashion i was like yeah basic whatever i don't even remember what it was um and then i said um i said yeah she they get oh and they get into that
1: awful car accident i know that's the only worst scene yeah
0: and and then she loses the baby that scene was really sad in the hospital yeah And I was like, oh, no. And then she was going to go on, like, Alaska trip for work because she's, like, an environmental science or something like that. And then she's, she's like, I'm just going to go to Alaska for, like, a month. And, you know, I just need to, like, I need to go. I need to regroup and see what's up. And uh, what's his name? Steve is like, oh, but, okay, like, whatever you want to do, like, it's fine. And then she goes away. And then you see... (laughs) Another really funny scene is when Cliff installs that stereo in Janet's car to try to get her. Back. Oh my god! <laughs> and I wrote Chris Cornell, and he's like standing on the step, He's like so as cute. he's so oh, cute his as they're like watching. Hair. Oh my god! Oh my. Is Matt Dillon's hair a wig?
1: It's got to be. It has to be, right? I think so because he looks kind of bad.
0: Yeah, it looks like the same. I-, I don't know. I couldn't tell if maybe he had long hair. Let me Google Matt Dillon in 1992. I feel like he had short hair. He
1: definitely had short hair.
0: Like, if we had long hair like that, I feel like we would have known. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he, had he doesn't that.
1: look like good hair either.
0: It yeah. Was, you what know. well, Eddie Vedder's didn't look so hot either. It needs, like, deep no, conditioner. He's getting, all
1: right. he's getting They fine.
0: all need some deep conditioner, let's be real. <laughs> they would all have, like, Chris Cornell hair if they had, like, deep conditioner. His hair is, like, oh, God, it's just so nice. So
1: curly and nice. Yeah, it's yeah. so
0: nice. Um... <laughs> which is so funny how he installs that stereo and like the it starts shaking and the windows break. <laughs> he's like, "I'll pay for the
1: window." Well, that will totally happen.
0: Yeah, like, it's really loud, you know. Yeah, which is so funny. He, like, opens the bag and he's like, "I want you back." Um. Anyway, so Linda comes back from her trip and she's like, "So we're just gonna be friends, okay? We're just gonna be friends." And then Steve just like goes to, like a Soundgarden show. I was like, okay, these oh yeah, these music interludes are great. I love seeing Soundgarden. love seeing Alice He doesn't Pants, seem like, like a
1: type of guy no. that will
0: be into that. I know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. That's the only thing that I just didn't find that believable. Um, it's gonna kind of, make that amazing song Ritual. I think it's Ritual Sun, which they play. Um, which is really crazy. And then I love when Debbie meets uh, she goes on to like the air, she's going to like what Mexico for like a vacation. And then she tells the the flight attendant woman, like, Can you sit me next to a single guy? Oh and my like, god. <laughs>
1: it's like this
0: little boy, or not little boy, but he's like, I don't know, like twelve.
1: And then he's like, Hey, I have a good feeling about you. <laughs>
0: tell me everything there is to know about
1: oh my god so funny
0: and then she gets off the plane and he's like still talking and then she sees his dad who's like divorced and they like instantly like have this connection which is so funny That i was like oh debbie meets the guy at the airport (laughs) i was like that's really cool um the next chapter is what took you so long and uh, oh, yeah. Linda is back with her ex, Andy, who she talked about with Steve when they were talking about relationships. He was like long it's hair. So
1: boring. He's
0: so boring. He's also in point break. He's one of the robbers in point break. Yeah. I forgot his name now, but he's like done. He did so many movies in the 90s. Huh. Yeah. I'm actually going to find out right now because, uh, yeah, he's in like loads of stuff. Cause I saw like an SVU or something with him, like some kind of, like TV show and they singled him out. They were like and blah blah blah. And I was like, oh shit, is he like a big deal? Hmm. Like I didn't think he was like that big of a deal, but yeah I definitely
1: haven't seen him in in anything.
0: Yeah his name escapes me.
1: I think it's but I also think he looks sort of creepy. Like I feel that if I was to meet him I'll be like he's a psycho like a total cycle because he, he looks, looks
0: like where james legros is his name
1: you know what i mean like he looks like such a goody goody but then he, he does be like a, weird i don't know like a serial killer or something
0: yeah he, i think it's the hair it's
1: the hair
0: yeah isn't he in oh he's also in drugstore cowboy that's right with matt dylan we should do that uh gus van sant i, I, mean, have, to
1: say, I have to say i don't love matt Dillon.
0: Oh, you don't.
1: I, I think he's just. I don't think he's that
0: good. He's okay. Yeah, I don't think he's great, but he's okay. I don't like this. I, I don't dislike. I
1: don't him. get him. Like, I don't think he's not. Even, you know, like some actors, I'm like, okay, they they have a lot of charisma or they're like really talented or they're really mm-hmm. cute. I kind of feel like he's just like, uh, like there's not much to him. But that's just my personal opinion.
0: Yeah, no, that it's true. I feel like he's not in Hollywood that much. I feel like I don't really see him. Like, I don't know if he voluntarily was just like, I'm out. Like, I don't want to do films or maybe, but yeah, I don't know. But I never see him that much. I just see him kind of like around. He's what, Hmm. 56 now? Around. (laughs) I see him around
1: all the time.
0: (laughs) do you
1: no i mean like around like like, (laughs) in
0: stuff yeah like in big movies the last when you say that it sounds like
1: yeah you see him you know when i go to the (laughs) shop and that (laughs) well yeah i mean i would
0: see some people at the grocery store when i lived in la i would see people around (laughs) yeah in la yeah but not here now
1: we just see politicians here that's all do we i don't
0: see any i don't even see any i know i I, I see
1: i see politicians although i did see
0: um you live closer to down down there than i do
1: yeah, really close to White House. I did see Dave. Dave La Cha- La Cha- what is his name? The comedian. Who? Dave La, La Oh yeah,
0: David La Cha- Oh, Dave Chappelle. Thank Not you. Not David just, La Chapelle, the photographer. Oh
1: yeah, that. <laughs> Dave, that Dave Chappelle.
0: Yeah, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> the
1: comedian. Yeah, I saw him walking. Just oh yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because he's from here. It's cool.
0: He used to go into Urban all the time.
1: I don't I think that. I think that's as, that. um, as cool as he gets.
0: Yeah, that is true. I mean, I used to see Obama. Well, did like, you know cool. that
1: guy? What's his name? He's British and he was in Next Top Model. Nigel. <sighs> Not Nigel. He, yeah,
0: the the yeah. judge.
1: Yeah, I saw him like last year with a really hot girl. Oh, here, like in town. In DC, yeah. Oh wow, that's weird. Yeah, I went to. Remember when I went to that hotel thing that.
0: Well, oh yeah yeah okay that. like
1: yeah he was there like oh i was like oh you know he's age all right like he looks quite good
0: how is he in his like 40s no is... he's so tall is he like
1: oh yeah like he's like the tallest person i've seen like in years he's like massive yeah oh wow cool. he's 6'4 yeah i told you he's 48 yeah he looked pretty good he's a taurus
0: April, is he? April 27. All oh, the cool people are. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Shout out to Tauruses out there. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So she's back with Andy, the sensitive ponytail guy, as Steve called him, because so he was like, You're back with him, aren't you? You're back with sensitive ponytail guy. That's what he said like earlier. But she actually is back with him because she dated him for like two years and he's just really comfortable and boring. And I was like, Oh, she's like, We just we I just moved back in, and already 10 minutes we're like an old married couple. Like, already just picking up where they left yeah, off. Yeah, they're so
1: boring. So like, boring. <laughs> I think she's one of those girls that kind be on her own. Like, you know, so, yeah. so many... And there are men too, but I have a few friends that like, they need to be in a relationship, otherwise they don't feel happy.
0: Yeah, I have a few friends like that. I don't have yeah. that. I don't have that gene. Not, no, not I can't all.
1: imagine that. That's, like... No. That's sad, you know, because if you can't enjoy your own company, like...
0: It I helps to be an only it, child. I'm an only child. So. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not weird. Like, it's not, like, so foreign. And I think the friends that I do have that are, like, that just like being in relationships, they all have siblings. And the ones that I have that are a lot like me, we're all only children. Hmm. And we're all, like, we'll date when we feel like it, but are not. it's not a priority. It's, like, yeah. in no way a priority in, in like, any, in any of my, my friends that are single and like that are only children, like that kind of vibe, I guess yeah. we just like are used to being by ourselves and it doesn't, bo- it doesn't bother me. Like, I'm not like, Oh God. Like, I think I like myself. I think I'm. Yeah. Pretty-
1: no, it makes not that
0: other people don't, but you know, <laughs> some people are like, God, how can you be an only, like some people can't, pick I can't picture that side and some people can't picture my side like how could you be an only child that's crazy like mm. you know I could never imagine not having siblings or not having like tons of family around all the time you know because siblings friends and, you know there's always someone you know it's like you're never like home by yourself and so I was yeah. like yeah 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 that's it's kind of weird um, And then I wrote, and Steve on the other side is living in, like, a breakup hell with a trashed apartment. Oh, my God. Like, so that's, okay, the fact oh. that he hadn't left his place, and he's like, there's no need to go out anymore. I was like, bitch, you don't have the internet. Where are you getting your groceries from?
1: Well, I guess he was getting takeout every day, like, delivered. But he couldn't job. Yeah, like, yeah, but he probably have savings. He's this sort of guy that will oh, have yeah, savings, he does. for sure. Yeah, he and he had, like, pizza and, like, all these, like, fast foods.
0: But you have to have like milk and orange juice and stuff just to like eat in the beginning of the day. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, he's depressed and and broken up. Yeah. And then I like when Janet comes to him. She like comes to the the window. Oh, yeah. And she like kind of tries to talk him down. And that's when they say, like, you know, in another life, we probably would have been a scorching couple, but here we're just room, we're just neighbors.
1: (laughs) It's like in a the universe, we are a scorching couple. It's like, well, we're neighbors. In this yeah. is we're neighborless or
0: something. Yeah, I think that's cool. Um, And then you see... And then I see, like, Cliff misses Janet, and you see him walking down the street, and that's when they're playing, like, Smashing Pumpkins Drown, which is, like, one of my favorite So good. Favorite I love songs.
1: that song so oh, much.
0: So good.
1: So good.
0: Goddamn, Billy Corgan can write a song. Oh, I yeah. I really like it.
1: Nothing tops, like... Like... <laughs> quite a few of their albums actually
0: like so many So many good albums Uh, not even
1: like songs like actual full albums you know
0: and b-sides don't even get me started on the amount of fucking unreleased shit that smash has it's insane like it's insanity it's like bordering on like i don't even know they must have Mm -hmm. thousands and who knows what's not even released Mm -hmm. that's just what, what like people put on the internet it's crazy He he must write songs, like, daily. He has to. Or maybe at some point in time, he was writing, like, so many. Or, like... He
1: had all these materials. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can never imagine being, like, that good at songwriting. (laughs) Just, like, coming out with, like, just Gish, which is already amazing. Like, yeah. And then doing Today... And then doing Siamese Dream, which oh. is another amazing album, and then Melancholy. It's like Me- I mean, damn, the album, like, yeah, how like how are you just making? S- I think the first four albums up until Adore, door, I think, are so solid. I loved the It didn't I loved- very well, but it's great.
1: I love that album. Such
0: yeah, a great, it's album. great. And then it got a little touchy later on. It got a little weird. Uh, his solo stuff's not bad. I loved Zwan. The band's song that he
1: had. I actually did like. I did like the album they released the first
0: one. Yeah, it was good. And then they broke up like right before I was going to see them. I was so mad. I was like going to buy tickets and everything, and then they just broke up. And I was like, "Fuck, fuck this!" I was like, "I want to see zwan Um. So yeah, Smashing Pumpkins is playing another great song is on the soundtrack. I'll link the soundtrack in the show notes on Spotify. Um, it's literally the reason to watch this film is the fucking music. Like, it's great. Yeah, I'm sure that's really why a lot of people wanted to hear this episode. I think about the music because this is a very like, like if if this didn't have this soundtrack, this would be a rom com that I would not be into. Like it, this, just it just is I very totally agree. I it's feel very like the music vanilla. Makes it
1: totally, and you totally like yeah, makes the film.
0: So, you know? Totally, and the whole like vibe of the clothes and the setting, like you know that that really makes it too. Um, So then Linda comes back to Steve's door and she's like, you know, the quintessential, like get back together moment before the end of the film. And then (laughs) I love when they're like making out on the couch and then the, they're next to his garage door opener. And then it it keeps flipping, like it it keeps moving up. I like that. That was cool. Um, And then, then you see, I think it's Cliff like is talking to the camera at the end and he's like, well, everyone moves on. Steve's moving out to go find a place with Linda uh debbie is doing i think she met that guy you know at the airport like she's doing this bailey who's like we barely see who's one of like steve's friends who's kind of like this guy like wants a girl like he's still living there um so he's like yeah you know things move on he's like i'll always be here uh you know sometimes i think i'm just not meant to like be with anyone long term and like that's cool like you know and he's just like oh yeah that's how it works here whatever and then you see like cliff and janet in the elevator uh oh, at the end no. which I think is really cool <laughs> um I do like that
1: scene a lot actually.
0: yeah I think that's really cute and it's like I really like your hat and I don't mean that in an Eddie Haskell kind of way I do also love that he has that Edie Sedgwick shirt on yeah at some point so, so cool. fucking hot I think he's like the hottest one in the movie for me outside of like Chris Cornell Elaine Staley and like Eddie Vedder but everyone yeah. else like I agree
1: pff- you well, know? yeah, I don't like the other guys. Like They're like, ugh. No.
0: Yeah, I definitely think he's, like, the best one. And then you get that awesome, like, pan out. And I like how it pans out and you hear all those, like, conversations. Like, you just sounds like people talking on the phone or, like, friends talking to each other oh, yeah. about, like, relationships. And I like That's that kind of cool. voiceover. Yeah, I think it's cool. And then you just have this pan out to, um, you know, like, Seattle. And then it just ends. And I think it's probably another Paul Westerberg song. I think it's, like, Waiting for Somebody uh or dyslexic heart it's those two songs are like in the beginning and the end i can't remember which one but yeah so i really this movie's fun it's cool i'm sure you've probably seen it since you guys all requested it so yeah what are your fashion notes i can't wait to hear your fashion notes i have a few you know, but i don't have that it's funny
1: because i don't really have that much i feel like overall i just i mean i like everything right that everyone wears but I feel that it's just very simple 90s stuff like really scruffy stuff you know like mm-hmm. but I do love that one outfit that Janet wears um it's just like black tights with like Doc Martin, Doc Martin's boots and the leather jacket and a hat mm-hmm. and she's just wearing like a floral dress yeah it's like reddish she's just that's such a cool iconic now, that's how i think of the 90s like early 90s you know yeah,
0: that's like real
1: yeah that was like macy star used to wear stuff like that like, mm-hmm. um and i was really young but like i was like every time i stay at my auntie's i would be like wearing her clothes you know oh, and she had cool. all these dresses i was like i just want to be old and wear all this cool stuff um and i love that outfit that debbie wears oh the biking I- one yeah, I love that. <laughs> it's, it's just really fun. Like, it really mm-hmm. reminded me of that shoot that we did with Sophie. Oh, well, yeah. You know, I put her in that green um, jumpsuit. But it's not really like a, well, it is like a jumpsuit, but it's like a, like, fluorescent green, you know? Like, with those massive glasses. Yeah, but I mean, the boys are, it's just very low-key, but I liked it. I mean, it, it was just, already what people were wearing at that time you yeah,
0: know absolutely.
1: I don't think they thought much about it you know except for Debbie probably because she's obviously like, a different character but yeah,
0: yeah she definitely has like a vibe and her but hair, too. her hair was so 90s her oh. Hair, oh my god her, like, teased bang with like that A that kind of comes out and then curls up under
1: yeah and also because the early 90s a lot of people I mean every decade right but you have a lot of 80s uh, yeah it's quite strong still like in was in the eight, early 90s so like her green dress is quite structured like big pat shoulders yeah. and stuff, you know yeah, it's cool. very 80s in a way um but yeah like I, I mean I, I like the fact that they, they hang out in this coffee shop but like the mood you know it's very like Loki, cool they got to concerts I like, like uh, coffee shop
0: it's not like fancy like now
1: no exactly no
0: cool
1: i wish i love i love that it's not like all nice and stuff um and yeah i think that's it for, for fashion
0: cool okay i have some notes uh i have them by by characters linda oh, wow. i loved her layered <laughs> outfit in the beginning where she meets louise i just which love- one is that she just has, like, a coat-on, jeans, a sweater. Oh, yeah. Her, it just looks really cool, like, all layered together. I really like her hair, too. Um, oh, yeah. I, I her love her hair. her hair. Like, that. like, I think that's one of her things. So she has. That I hair
1: forgot hair. to say that about her hair, because I feel like she has that kind of almost like a ball cut if you were to put her bangs down, because that's to the side. But I kept looking at her hair thinking, if you – do her hair all down it will be slightly like a longer ball coat but like longer at the back you no know what i mean linda? not linda no sorry janet oh janet oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. i was just with her hair sorry oh you yeah. just reminded me that yeah her hair is fucking cool yeah. anyway Sorry to interrupt you, uh, no it's okay um let's see i love linda's hair
0: cliff he's my favorite I, I love his style so pearl jam the long johns layered under the shorts my favorite outfit that he wears is that pink tie-dye shirt yeah jeans, and then they're real. like he's got the white uh long johns underneath their ripped jeans but the rips are like small rips all the way down on the front and then he has that black leather jacket I think that, that's my favorite outfit. I do like the other one that he has that literally is like a Pearl Jam outfit from a video. And, and it's all funny, too, because it's actually Jeff and clothes. But it's like the green shirt. It's like a pine green shirt with like the black layered um, yeah. long johns. Mm-hmm. That, that I think it looks really cool. Uh, Steve, I wrote basic 90s guy. Um, Bailey, who's his friend, I wrote he dresses like a beatnik poet and lives life in a French film. That's what he said. He's like, hey,
1: "Oh yeah,
0: hat that like, nice, yeah, structured cool. jacket, like vintage." Um, I love Janet's like Buster Keaton hat and like red romper with the tights. And I also like that outfit where she's wearing that bra top in in Cliff's apartment when she asks, like, "Oh yeah," and then she has like some kind of she bottoms. Has, is it a skirt yeah. or tights?
1: I don't know, but she's just wearing this black bra, and it's cool.
0: Yeah, it's just, super she's cool. so tiny. Yeah, she's so tiny. That's really, it's super cool. And then Debbie, yeah, I just have like so 80s neon and then the 90s tracksuit, which I think is so funny.
1: So cool. Um, yeah. What
0: music notes do you have? I mean, it's all just oh, what talking about. It's
1: all so good. All I feel so like good. my favorite songs are definitely like Alice in Chains, like Wood, mm-hmm. um, Breathe, obviously, by Pearl Jam, um, Chris Cornell, like. Seasons, like yeah,
0: that's solo. I I don't
1: know. There's also like Jimi Hendrix in it, isn't it? I'm trying to remember what scene was
0: that when they're at his grave. It could be um, in the background because there's a lot of music that plays in the
1: background. I think so. I think it was in the background because I don't remember it specifically. Like it was like in a defining moment when when he came up, but um, and obviously the Smashing Pumpkins song. Yeah, my favorite. But I do really like that other one. I'm um, by Mud Honey. What is oh, I'm sick. Yeah. Yeah. So good. There's yeah, just so much so good, good music. It's yeah. I was listening to the to the soundtrack like last week. What when we knew we were gonna do it. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's isn't it crazy that they released the soundtrack three months before they release a the movie.
0: Cause they knew.
1: They knew that they wanted to get everyone excited and hyped up about the film. And it's yeah. such a good idea to do that. You know?
0: Yeah. I know that soundtracks used to come out. Not, I've never heard of three months, but they used to come out like right, like way before, like you'd know songs in the movie before you saw the movie hmm. on the radio or something. I remember the Romeo and Juliet one came out. And people all knew that Garbage song.
1: Oh, yeah. The number one crush. like before, crush. Yeah,
0: yeah. Before it was in the film. Like, before we'd seen the film. And people were, like, looking for it. And it's not even in the film in, like, a really, uh, like, oh, yeah way. Yeah. yeah. It's very, like, it's in the background. It's not one of, like, the songs that you hear. But that was, like, the big song off that soundtrack. Because Garbage was huge. Garbage is awesome though, Shirley Manson, so dope.
1: She's so fucking so cool. <laughs> so like yeah, they're
0: really they're really cool. Uh, my music notes I just have like literally one of my favorite soundtracks ever. It's up there with Daisy Confused, the, the double Daisy Confused um yeah. two, which I love. Yeah uh yeah pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, so amazing i love paul westerberg he's the lead singer of the replacements
1: yeah yeah, yeah we're talking about him right? yeah
0: i really like those two songs waiting for somebody and just sucks a car those are great songs and i love the replacements uh the album tim if you've never listened to them
1: i great. don't know them oh yeah. listen to
0: the album tim everyone should okay if you want to okay. know there's another one uh uh, I want to say it's called like Let Go or Let It Back, something like that. But Tim is one of my favorite ones. And then there's one, there's another one called Please to Meet Me, which is another good one. But but yeah, uh, their placements are great. Um, uh, my favorite songs in it are probably I lo- I love that I nearly lost you from Screaming Trees is playing in the background. The Pixies, but Mother Love Bones, Chloe Dancer kind of
1: oh yeah. Oh,
0: I love Oof. that song, so that's really good. That's one of my favorites in there yeah and then of course everywhere everyone else you know pearl jam the heavy hitters it's so crazy that out of the main four Nirvana's nirvana is like the one that's like nah well,
1: i get it to be honest yeah i get it Actually, it's too, yeah it would have been weird to see him in that or you know yeah i could never see it like no. i can see i can see dave Grohl, but not kirk Cobain.
0: And I could also see Chris, too.
1: Yeah, because they're so goofy. They don't care. They just be, yeah. like, silly, you know, like, just having fun.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, so what are your favorite scenes and lines?
1: Um. Okay, favorite scene. I, I really like it when she cleans the toilet with Steve's T-shirt. Because it's so the thing that, for some reason, she's just immature, you know? Like, I remember doing something similar when I, I got dumped by my boyfriend and... Anyway, it's a, a boyfriend I had when I was 22 or 23. Um, He kissed a, one of our friends in a club because he was really drunk in front of me. And and I dumped him. And so he, we had just gone to the fun fair, whatever it is you call it here. Theme park? Do you call it theme park? Theme park,
0: yeah. Like amusement park with rides, like roller coasters and shit? Yeah,
1: so we yeah, call yeah. them fun fairs. But there's oh, one wow. in Blackpool. And I went off school to go with him. And he obviously, you know, you play games and, and he won a massive teddy bear. And I fucking hate teddy bears, but it was it was a huge one. Like, Did he give it to you? Yeah, of course. Oh, he won cool. it for me. And it was like this massive thing, right? Oh. And it was funny because he used to um, drive a motorbike. And so we drove back on his bike in like and London. This, okay. And I had this massive thing with me, Kyron, you know? And so when we when we broke up, I went home and I took a pair of scissors and I just completely destroyed the teddy bear. And I got all the stuff in now. And it was very dramatic. And my sister was like, Oh my God, you're so dramatic. Like, is that really necessary? You could just donate it to a child, you know, like for Christmas. And I was like, I must destroy this, you know, so silly. God. So it reminded me of that. Um, And, yeah, do, do let's do like favorite scenes and then with the favorite lines. Okay. Um,
0: I just have a few. I don't have that many favorite. Like, I don't know. I have I have them all mixed up. I do. Okay. Here's here, here are my uh, scenes. I like uh, when he goes on that water date where he's like, oh "Do you want God. lunch? Do you want coffee? Water?
1: How about some so, water?" So, that's in mine. So you said you said yeah. So just yeah. The water date is really funny. Dinner. Lunch? What about some water? Let's have water. Water? You want to have some water? <laughs> so, funny. so
0: funny. Um, I like the Who Lives in the Apartment tour by Steve. Where he, like, oh, shows yeah. everyone, like, that's Janet. Da-da-da-da. And he explains, and like, that's Bailey, that's Debbie. Like, I like how he... He, like, breaks it all down so you, like, know who's in the building. I think that's cool. Um, I love the flashback where Linda goes to that, like, flashes back to college and there was a contraceptive party where everyone had to come as their favorite birth control.
1: Oh, my God. That was so funny.
0: That was really funny. Um, Of course, the Debbie date video by Tim. And, of course, the come to where the flavor is, come to Debbie country.
1: Yeah. So, so basically, we got pretty much the same ones. Um. But I'm going to add to that yeah, so one that you didn't have was the other favorite scene is when, when Janet says to Cliff, we made a connection. And when you make the connection, it's like chemistry takes care of herself. I mean, it makes its own decisions, you know, and it's just so funny how she's talking about that. Like, yeah, he's just like, uh. yeah, she's just, she comes across as like really intense, and like typical girl when, when, you know, when you like a guy a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, And favorite lines, I really like it when, when Debbie says, I think it's Debbie, desperation, it's the world's worst cologne.
0: Oh, that is good.
1: And the other one is, yeah, come to where the flavor is. Come to Debbie country. I love that. I, wish, I kind of want to steal that, but it sort of doesn't apply to me because if I was single, I, I could totally say that, but not, not really.
0: Would you? Would you say, like, come to where the flavor is, come to Jai country?
1: I used to say really crazy shit, yeah. Oh, wow. I used to have lots of, like, weird make weird statements um and post them on facebook when i was drunk i'll have my laptop the back and seen the old ones no i'm I'm, no like i'll be horrified if i did that it's just to i just don't go on it ever but um my friends all knew that about me so if we were out um drinking stuff they'll be like oh yeah remember to put away your laptop when you get home do not go on facebook because i'll just be posting really silly things oh, I'll, wow, like, I'll make the dumbest statements ever like oh god like once i said we were all out drinking at mine it was like 10 of us it was just like a dinner on a tuesday night and i drank a whole bottle of mezcal pretty much by myself mm-hmm. and then i i was typing on like on, on Facebook and my friends are like stop it don't go online what are you saying I'm like nothing I'm just I had to be I had to be on this I need to do what my fans want me to do and they're like what fans I'm like you know everyone they're like oh my god <laughs> like, fans yeah basically like I needed to be online because my fans wanted me to oh my god so silly I yeah cool. that's it's so strange. funny so I
0: probably would be saying that line if I was single and in London. Oh wow! I don't think I have. I don't think I have a, a thing like I don't have a tagline. I used to say sweet all the time. But that's yeah, I say
1: sweet now a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I still say sweet, but I used to say it all the time. But I don't. I don't know. I don't think I have a tagline. Or I don't think I ever said anything that funny or oh. weird. <laughs> um, are those the only uh, things you have yeah Alliance. okay some of mine are when steve says when his dad told him have fun stay single
1: oh yeah he was like
0: um yeah <laughs> i also like uh cliff when he says janet you're spazzing off on me which is also a 90s <laughs> moment because everyone used to say spaz i have a lot of 90s moments um then i have uh let's see let's see the water date and then I have like, yeah, we're probably a scorching couple. Like in this reality, we're just roommates. Yeah, and I have the Janet. You rock my world.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I used to say that. I know,
0: oh it's really funny. I what think everyone said it. Yeah, totally. I, totally. What do you have for nineties moments? Uh,
1: nineties moments. Okay, like, hey, I have Chris Cornell. I know it's like yeah. I'm just gonna pull that because, yeah he's just like so cool um i have the cassette tape to leave a voice message
0: mm-hmm.
1: It it's just crazy and big chunky phones you know like oh, yeah. but they were really big
0: cordless ones yeah
1: yeah that's it
0: oh you? wow okay, i have a list I have spaz totally 90s slang <laughs> coffee shops, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and Alpha. Oh, yeah. The phone book watch calculator. That the oh, card yeah. It's like I can put yeah, cool. numbers in here. And I was like, oh, so 90s. Uh, newsstands, tier. Um, I love uh, newsstands. I wrote calling on the phone to make a first date. Like just in general, like where you write someone's number down, and like that's oh, how you
1: yeah. call them. Like oh my God, that is so true. Like, There's yeah. so many.
0: Yeah, um, the voicemail tape thing. Those old wildlife videos that they were watching, like Cliff and like all the guys from Pearl Jam. Like they were watching yeah. like this weird video about like what was it, hornets?
1: Oh like, yeah, it was about hornets, yeah. Yeah,
0: and those like old videos are so 90s. Like now we have David Attenborough. We have like fucking... Oh
1: yeah,
0: they're like 90s. cool. Now,
1: they were scary so back so
0: then. very scary and boring. Um, that old pregnancy test, that was crazy.
1: Oh yeah! Um, Oh my gosh, shit, are a lot. Uh,
0: wigging. He says wigging at one point, like God, you're wigging. Like wigging is super nineties slang. Uh, when Steve is waiting by the fax machine for her to like send a fax, (gasps) like he's like staring at the fax machine. And then I have like when the voicemail tape gets eaten, and that's like a plot point because then she never gets that message. Like that's super (laughs) nineties. That is
1: true.
0: (laughs) That would never happen. Yeah. So the, the, this was a very 90s movie. If you had it was that out, this was very 90s.
1: You're right. I don't know how I missed all those things. Of course. Uh, yeah.
0: I feel like a lot yeah. of them usually center around technology, but this one had a lot more that were more like like newsstands. Like, that's sad.
1: Oh, I know. Used to be able to get all this, like,
0: i know slang like spaz and wigging and like uh like like that's super 90s like i feel like a lot of movies don't use such 90s slang unless it's like a kids movie or something but not in like adult like you know like the ones we were doing like seven and like shit like there's no 90s slang no just you know straightforward so this was one of the fun ones this is a fun one though yeah
1: totally fun fun movie it really was yeah. So many funny lines, literally.
0: Um, we're doing almost famous. Now do you I was talking yeah. to Mike earlier about he wants to do a Halloween one since he's like the resident horror person. But are <laughs> you uh are you a resident horror person? Like do you should we do some scary
1: ones for October? Like do you yeah. wanna do, do another But the thing one? is I love horror, but I like old school horror. I don't like any of these not horror. like nonsense um modern crap you know that's never that scary let's see if we
0: can find
1: if i, I like, like hitchcock i like, obviously oh, yeah uh, I like hitchcock too the shining and movies like that
0: i didn't love the shining but like I...
1: the exorcist is such oh, a no, good I don't watch that why
0: no, i don't watch shit about possession like at all
1: oh you told me you yeah. told me this before yeah sorry that's why it's scary
0: <laughs> okay. well yeah I, be- I i believe in that shit so i i don't i don't want to see it
1: yeah, so last Halloween, I was in New York with my mom. She came to visit.
0: Yeah.
1: And of course, she went to bed early. And we were at this hotel. And I was like, I can't sleep. I'm just going to watch some E entertainment, you know, because I don't have that. E! entertainment. <laughs> Is that what it's
0: called? Yeah, it's just called E. <laughs> it's just, oh, right. Like, okay. it's <laughs> e entertainment.
1: Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, whatever. Um, and they had this show on that was basically all about the scary films, like true Hollywood story. Yeah, yeah, it was basically about all the all the stories that happen on set or around certain oh, filming of. Of horror films and it's so crazy. Like I was like, I totally believe all of this happened because why would they make it up?
0: You know? Oh yeah, totally.
1: And I was actually terrified. Like I, but I kind of like that. i oh, I love scary stuff. Like, kind of addicted to it, even though I generally get scared. And yeah, oh,
0: don't know. wow. Okay. Well, maybe we'll find a a good, somewhat thriller, scary film to do. I think we can what
1: about. Mm, but I don't know if this is right, and I don't remember when this came out. Probably in the eighties because I was a, I was a kid. I think when Eat came out. Oh, that was eighties. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, know because I've only seen that. Film that was scary. Like I don't. When know. I was young, but was so scary. I had to say that I think I was four when I watched it. Or four or five years old. I think so. I, I remember I was really young, and I developed like these weird thing where I could not go to bed unless all doors were closed oh, so like yeah. the wardrobe the actual bedroom door I was like terrified that of the clown you know like oh,
0: wow I mean it is pretty fucking scary yeah I'm trying to think if we should do like I will, we won't tell we won't tell uh you'll see we'll do something scary but uh yeah we won't say anything yet because we okay, yeah, okay, cool.
1: okay. Cool.
0: Um, but yeah, it'll be something cool. But yeah, I'm gonna do some scary ones with with. Uh, with okay. Yeah. Let's do
1: some scary ones like yeah, that last week for Halloween or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll do we'll do someone, but I think we're gonna do. I guess we might do Almost Famous soon. We'll yeah. See, put it on the. I'll move it up the list. So that's cool.
1: Yeah, I just can't do one. I'm um, on the 30th uh, is that halloween 30th
0: no 31st is okay yeah
1: because that's my mom's birthday Oh, so
0: cool. Yeah. she has your half birthday or our same half birthday october what october 30th is our half birthday
1: what does that mean
0: in six months you never had a half birthday i mean like, no months like i didn't think I about to that to that when i was young because i'd be like i'm six and a half Oh no, like, I never thought like half. that. like I'm almost eight, or like I'm almost this, like yeah. So it'd be like six months from your birthday is your half birthday.
1: Oh no, I don't think like that. Oh. The only thing I do now, since I'm like since I turned thirty, is um I celebrate for for a whole week. That's like my birthday lasts a week. Now. Oh,
0: I celebrate for a month. It's all yeah. It's all of April.
1: It's, I just treat myself, you know. Self love is important. Yeah, right? totally. Well, yeah.
0: on that note, uh, we will see you soon. Like and subscribe. I hope you enjoyed this uh, trip down Seattle rom-com memory lane in the in the grunge era. But yeah, it's cool. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode because you guys wanted it. Yeah, like by an overwhelming margin. <laughs> so, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So I'm excited to see how it's.
1: Thanks received. for making me watch a film that I had no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Episode. I'm glad
0: you. I'm glad you hadn't seen it. That's awesome. Cool. Well, we will see you all on the next one. Bye. Bye.